Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode nine of The Melon Mat. Who's next this week? As always, mm-hmm. we are back and we have so much to talk about. Who's next in the wrestling title contendership? As far as AEW, as far as WWE, Impact, New Japan, we're going to discuss it all tonight on this episode. And as always, I am one of you two beautiful hosts, Pam, here to tell you that, yes, yes, even though he Mm -hmm. is not champ, Carmelo Hayes is still my (laughs) champ. And as always, I have my beautiful co-host with me, Miss Cashley. How are you? Please, please introduce yourself to the people. I'm well. Um, yeah, I'm Cashley, uh, the cool co-host, here to talk more wrestling. Let's get it. That's that's all we're here to do. So you know what? Yeah. We're not even going to wait. We're not even going to hold back. We are just going to get into it. So yeah. as we all know, Cashley, she loves New Japan Pro Wrestling. All things yes. more than me. I thought I'd never find someone that loved New Japan more than me, but you know what? I have met <laughs> So, yeah. Miss Cashley, before we get into who's next with New Japan, let's get on to your thoughts about what's going on in New Japan right now. I saw on Twitter this week there were some things going on with Ibushi. Bullet Club oh, is looking man. pretty good from what I'm hearing. Best of Super yeah. Junior should be beginning soon as well. So I would love your mm-hmm. thoughts. What are your thoughts on New Japan Pro Wrestling right now? Yeah, um, I guess before I start there, I just want to send major healing vibes to Sonata, who's still healing from his broken orbital bone. And also, um, it was recently revealed that Tetsuya Naito is going to need more surgery on his eye. So I think he's going to be out for a while. At least I hope he doesn't come back too soon so he can heal properly. So um, wow. healing to him. And of course. And big healing to Greg. Yes. Can't forget. Yes. We cannot yes. start the show without saying big, 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 big get well soon to Greg, who is a huge friend of the pod and also... Mm-hmm. My fellow co-host on the YBAB Sports Desk here on Stereo on Mondays and wherever you get your pods by that Sunday. So, Greg, I, we really mm-hmm. hope you feel better as well soon because no one likes dealing with COVID and we really hope that you can get over that soon. Yeah, and keep drinking the turmeric tea. I know, it's, I know it tastes like sand or, you know, bad air, but just drink it. It's so good for you. We need you better and back on your feet 100%. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely. more heal, definitely more healing vibes to Kota Ibushi, who's still healing himself, um, which I guess that'll be a good segue to kind of talk about the rumblings on him. Um, it, there seems to be some sort of issue between him and the front office. So, um, I don't know. His future doesn't look too good. He hasn't said too much more um, in about a day or so, but um, in his tweets, which had to be translated, and I, there's a fortune, I can't remember the Twitter user's name who did a great job on putting together a nice synopsis for us English speakers. 
um, pretty much detailing the situation. And it seems like this is something that's been going on uh, for a few years now. Um, as we all know, Kota Ibushi got really injured in last year's G1, and he's been out ever since. But apparently, um, New Japan had tried to get him to come back sooner than he was even ready to. Um, sooner, meaning the New Japan Cup. And then, of course, they had to, you know, backtrack. Like, he's not 100%. So, um, you know, that that was an issue for him. Like, they were forcing him to come back sooner than he was ready to. And, um, and a bunch of other stuff. And it seems to be a lot of back and forth. So hopefully they can get that resolved um, because I think we would all like Ibushi to stay in uh, New Japan. But uh, as far as other New Japan news, um, the Bullet Club um, is picking up. and They look stronger <laughs> than ever. Um, Jay White and the Good Brothers, they all made an appearance during Wrestling Duntaku. Um, pretty much letting everybody know they're back and, you know, they're ready to uh, get at the top of New Japan. So I think the next few months is going to be really interesting. Um, Dominion in particular. And um, I actually have a nice little prediction. I don't know if I should share it now or at the end of the show. What do you think? Should I give my prediction now? Should I share with the world? No, 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 no. Gotta okay. wait. Gotta okay. gotta wait. Because if we give them all the goods now, they may not stay till the end. So we're gonna yeah, we're gonna wait it off a little bit. And then I okay. think after that you can go ahead and let them know, give them the full blown goods, I think, and then they'll be like, Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we're gonna wait a, a bit. Let let them soak in what we gotta say and then we'll we'll get into that. But I do contest with the better than they've ever been you know i mean anyone who knows me knows kenny omega is my man so that was the best <laughs> bullet club has ever been this is the second best jay white is finally starting to be a leader but you know i'm gonna try not to be biased but um, <laughs> you know jay white yeah. can't even step in kenny omega's shoes let alone his <laughs> socks but oh, oh let me stop let me stop go ahead, go ahead. i'm sorry uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead, do what I do. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, them coming back, I think um, as much as I'm an LIJ girl to the Sox, I think Bullet Club coming back the way they did kind of put a new um, fire under New Japan. And um, hopefully they, they ride it out well. Um, and I think it'll carry them through some of their uh, U.S. shows. And they're holding quite a bit. Um, in the coming months the more recent one um well the newest one is going to be this saturday called capital collision um, in washington dc which i do have tickets for yay so i get to go home see my family and see good wrestling at the same time so i'm excited about that and um i guess i'll quickly run down the card a little bit um because I was yes, looking please. at the official, yeah, I was looking at the official card, and I got some gripes about it, but I'll get I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> so to start off the match, we have the um, LA Dojo 
uh, front and center. Rinda Rita versus Carl Fredericks in the um, opening match. And then the next match, we have uh, a 10-man tag. It's a lot of cats in this match. Um, Fred Rosser, Rocky Romero, David Finlay, Tingaloa, Yuya Yurimura, who is a young lion, versus uh, Tom Lawler, Royce Isaacs, Jarrell Nelson, J.R. Kratos, and Danny Lamlight. So they're all in that 10-man tag. Um, then we have Great Khan versus Chase Owens. Um, I don't I don't know if I'm going to care too much about that one, but uh, moving on, uh, we have a uh, eight-man tag here with um, Aaron Hanare, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis, and Jeff Cobb, pretty much United Empire, versus uh, Jonah, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Bad Dude Tito. And next up, we have uh, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship four-way match um, with the 14th champion, Hiroshi Tanahashi, defending his title against John Moxley, Will Ospreay, and Juice Robinson. Now, in my opinion, I think this is going to be match of the night. I was just it, coming in to say that's giving me match of the night feels. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, the way they placed this match... Uh, why did they place it mid card is beyond me with a 60 minute limit and you have a title on the line. They place it. Oh, you know why? You know why? <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I won't say it, but I think it's pretty obvious. We, we know why. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the next one we have Brody King versus our favorite evil grandpa, Minoru Suzuki. So he'll be back in the U.S. Go. for this one. House of Black, baby. Let's go. But I love yeah. you. Grandpa, so it's hard. <laughs> I am down with the house. I am a member of the House of Black. Hear me roar. Wow. Yeah. And then the next two are pretty much special singles matches. Um, we have Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Now, I think this is going to be a good one, too. Um, I think with the, as much respect as Eddie Kingston has for Ishii, this is going to be a very physical match. Like, very physical. So, oh, um, yes, please. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the semi-main. Now, for the main event, we have um, Bullet Club's Jay White and Hikuleo versus Chaos's Beretta and Kajishka Okada. Bullet and Club that's the win. main event. <laughs> yeah and, and like i said i think the only gripe i have for this event is the sequencing of the uh u.s heavyweight title match that one is definitely main event worthy especially with the 60 minute time limit they placed on it that should have been main event all day but and hopefully they change this before saturday because like i said just reading it on paper just doesn't look good but hey we'll, we'll take it We'll take it. I won't. When Bullet playing. Club has the money to do what they want to do to be main event, that should tell you everything <laughs> you need to know about what's going on in the back of the country. Now, see, the difference right. is, yeah. is when my man was leading Bullet Club, of course we were main eventing because we were the main event. Jay White is not mm-hmm. main event worthy, in <laughs> my opinion, right now. Um, I love Hikaleo. I just feel like he betrayed his brother. How you turn your back on your brothers and go against 
the op? We're going against the op now? Nah, I'm not I'm not feeling that, but neither here nor there. I honestly don't think they should be made of any. I, I think they should probably be maybe like second or third to main event, but not it's not made yeah. event worthy in my opinion. Right. Yep. And and I'm and I was kind of confused as to where Hikuleo actually stood. Like I don't know. It's like from what I saw of him in recent weeks, he was kind of like, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I I'm really not rocking with y'all, but I'm here. That's how it kind of came off to me. So if he hasn't left by now, then he probably won't. So yeah, you got a good point on that one. Um, let's see what else. Um, well, Tatsumi Fujinami had his anniversary show on five twelve. Um, I believe it was his. Is that his twenty fifth anniversary? Um, and basically, if you're not, if anyone's not familiar with Tatsumi Fujinami, he's like um, OG classic Japanese wrestling. Um, in fact, he was one of the Super Juniors. Um, so, if you want to look at the Super Junior division you know, kind of who inspired then he would definitely be one of the names that came up. And I think it was really good to see him after his bout with COVID. So it's good to see that he was well enough and um, oh yeah, great to be back in the ring. So that was really good to see. Um, Next up is the best super juniors, which starts on Sunday. And I think this one's going to be pretty lit, to be honest, because of who's going to be in it. And it's going to be a mix of cats from, you know, different promotions. So I think, I think that's going to be a, a good one. And um, what do you think's going to win? To be honest, I think, um, I think Francisco Akira is going to be the one to look at. Now he's the one from um, the United Kingdom. So Will Osprey kind of brought him in from um, all Japan. So I think he's going to be the one to take this one. Yeah. Okay. So he's the, yeah he's the one to look for. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even though uh, Ishimori is a champion, um, I do think Francisco Akira is going to be the one to take it. I think he's going to be the one they, they want to push um, in the Super Juniors this year. Yeah. Why? Why him though? What, what about him makes them want to push? Um, well, like I haven't seen much of him in all Japan, but just kind of the way he was brought in. And it reminds me of how they brought Jay White in. So you remember how they had these kind of vignettes going and it was real secretive? Yeah, like they, they did every normal these, big name people, like how they did Cody and all of that. Makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it gave me that. So that's why I think, okay, if. If they're doing all of this to kind of, you know, let you know he's coming, then he's definitely the one they want to push. That makes sense to me then. All right. Well, we will definitely, I know me personally and others will definitely be checking him out and seeing, you know, what he does and if he's going to do good, if he's actually the person to watch or he's all just hype. Is he next? (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. I think I was pretty much it on the New Japan side. And But before we move on, I just want to, um, once again, 
show my weekly podcast, Love to Shingo Takagi, the one that I stand so much. No particular reason. I just want to do it. <laughs> no particular reason at all, but I just wanna... none at all. You sure? Yeah, yeah. I just want to express my standship to him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, just stand in the shadow. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Well, in yeah. Shingo, we stand. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we will get Miss Cashley to meet him soon, and we'll see yeah. what. I, I, I can already tell. And technically, technically, I already met him in, uh, when LIJ came to New York. And I think this was 2019. Okay. Or 2018. So technically, I have a picture with him already. But, but it was a new one. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So we got to get a new one. Yes. Okay. We yeah. will trust the process and see what Absolutely. happens. <laughs> yes, that is that is that is the mantra of twenty twenty two. Trust the process. Trust the process. I mean, yes. My friend just texted me and literally was like, "Hey, uh, I really, really want to go to Double or Nothing." I'm like, "Girl, this is this is super, super last minute. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a no for me, but if I was going, I would tell you trust the process, but Vegas is right. always expensive. And Vegas Memorial Day weekend is something I am oh, not doing yeah. last minute. I don't have Memorial weekend last minute money. Uh, that's thousands yeah. of dollars. Chicago is a lot cheaper to deal with, but Vegas mm-hmm. is a hot spot for Memorial Day weekend, so... You know, oh, maybe yeah. uh, maybe next time, maybe maybe next time. But speaking yeah. of Vegas, we do know there are some pay per views for WWE coming up soon. We just previously passed WrestleMania Backlash, which did happen not this past Sunday, but last Sunday, um, Mother's Day, if I'm not mistaken. And yep. happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, including myself. Shout out to yes, us. including you. Yes, we, we are. We are the best. But we can't talk to you without talking about their previous pay per view. Which I honestly, if you heard my recommendation on why baby sweats this, I give it a three out of ten. I did not mm-hmm. actually. I give it a four out of ten. I'm now changing it to three out of ten. I went back and rewatched it. Um, I did not enjoy this this pay per view um, mm-hmm. for different reasons. But let's let's just give you a breakdown of the card just to kind of show more so why I didn't like it. And we'll get Miss Cashley's views on on what she thought about yeah. it. So for the WWE Backlash, first of all, the name alone, it's not rec- WrestleMania Backlash. It's not WrestleMania. Like, just call it Backlash and let it right. go. Okay? Like, we don't need all this extra WrestleMania. Like, it's not as big as WrestleMania. It's not part of the big four. Let it go. Go, Vincent. Okay? Cool. <laughs> Next. So, on the yep. match card, we have Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins, Omos with MVP versus Bobby Lashley, Edge versus AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin, and The Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns and The Usos versus, with Paul Heyman versus Drew McIntyre and RK Bro, which is Randy Orton mm-hmm. and Riddle. Just reading mm-hmm. off the card, none of that sounds like something that I'd be like, oh, yeah, I definitely have to go and mm-hmm. check that out. Nothing about right. it 
gets me excited. Um, so I wasn't really excited for this. And the fact that it was on Mother's Day, meh. Mm. Right. Like, I felt like I could spend my Mother's Day doing something else more than going to watch it. But you know what? We do things for our podcast. So, yes. I did it out of love. I did it for you guys. So, I went ahead and I watched mm-hmm. it. And here's the results Cody Rose defeated yeah. Seth Rollins by pinfall. Omos, with MVP, won by pinfall. Edge won by technical submission, which means essentially that AJ Styles passed out. And the ref decided to call the match. And after that, Rhea Ripley did come out. And she is now part of their um, stable. So, Judgment Day. So, we will... We kind of predicted that on the show. We were right. So, shout yeah. out to us. And uh, Damian Priest was also banned from ringside in that match as well. Which I thought was a little bit of a shocker. Mm-hmm. But not really. Because considering everything that was going on. Uh, then right. we had Ronda Rousey defeat Charlotte Flair and become the new SmackDown Women's Champion in an I Quit match. Uh, this was also a little bit hinted at in Dirt Sheets, but you know I don't like to yeah. look too much into it because she is right. marrying Andrade soon. So it just made sense that she would be taken off of TV to go and get married. So congrats to her on the marriage. We, we of mm-hmm. course, wish you well here at Pod. Next, we had Madcap Moss, who defeated Happy Corbin. And, of course, cannot end the show without the bloodline beating mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. This match, I could have sworn at first they were saying that it was a title match. And then it wasn't a title match. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it was throwing me off. I, was it, was it not? When is Roman actually going to defend the title? Does this mean that... We're going to have to wait for, of course, like everyone says, we're going to have to wait for him to go and face The Rock, which everyone wants. But I honestly, truly, in my heart, do not think The Rock is coming yeah. back for Roman. There's hints, so. you know, we love hints. But right. I just don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I honestly don't see it happening. But, you know, I could always be wrong. So please, Debbie, prove me wrong, honey. We, I love when you prove me wrong. And we'll we'll see what what happens in regards to that. And that was the whole show. The best match of that entire pay per view was Cody versus Seth Rollins, which was the start of the show. And they right. put on a banger, like yeah. they tore it down. I didn't want to watch anymore. There was no reason for me to watch anymore. I was like, why do I need to watch? Do you not see what's going on here right now? Like this is this is amazing. So. For yeah, me, after that, I kind of yeah. was like, I was like, uh, should we, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, so yeah. that was, that was, was that. And for me, I gave it a three out of, I last, earlier I gave him a four out of 10 because of them. Cody and Seth being three out of 10, but the other matches just didn't really do it for mm-hmm. me. Nothing, nothing was really giving me what it needed to give. So, Right. I'm being nice with giving them that four, but I'm definitely, mm-hmm. definitely still back at my three now because I don't, I don't see why, I don't see the purpose in them. Like it just wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that good. So that that's my thoughts. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. So definitely starting from the top, and I agree with you with um, Cody and Seth being pretty much match of the night, and I thought it was a really great way to start the show. 
Um, I think Cody shook off that ring rust that I saw he had in um, Mania. So that was really good to see. So, you know, Seth didn't have to kind of work as hard to kind of carry some of the slack. I think Cody really stepped it up this time around. So that was that was really good. And they definitely did a great job in this match. Um, their chemistry was really good. Um, the spots were really good. Like I said, just a good one overall and definitely match of that entire event. Um, and I kind of agree with you. It kind The show kind of goes down as the show goes on. Um, Omos versus Bobby Lashley. Um, I, I think I get what they're trying to do with Omos. Um, especially putting him with MVP, that'll be really good experience for him. Um, but I, I don't know; it's still the awkwardness about him in the ring, even with him being a big guy. So hopefully, this you know, hopefully storyline and whatever storyline they put him with after can help him um, improve a little bit more. Um, so that matches all right. Um, Edge versus AJ Styles. Um, I mean, this one was okay, too. I think the highlight of this match was definitely the end where uh, Rhea Ripley was revealed as the new member for Judgment. And um, I'll definitely get into her as far as the what's next part for WWE because this is really a good look for her. But like I said, I'll go more into that a little later. Um, As far as the SmackDown women's title match, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, I'm just going to be blunt, come on, say it. I don't want to see these two in a match together ever again. Their chemistry is non-existent. And I fought so hard to stay focused on this match. Like I felt like I was fighting for my life just to be into it. They have no chemistry, zero. None. Like, I don't know what was worse, this one or their Mania match. Like, they just, they, they don't mesh at all. And it's, and, and I don't know if it's, I don't know who it really is, but, you know, with Charlotte, you put her in a match with Sasha Banks and there's chemistry, right? Same with her and Becky Lynch. So there's, there's ones that Charlotte Flair vibe with in the ring, but Ronda ain't it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, and hey, I could be wrong, but I, I don't want to see these two in a ring together ever again, but I know WWE will just despite us. So of course. <laughs> yeah. Um of course. Cause they they hate us as much as they're like, we're yeah. for the fans. No, you're not. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then going on to Mad Cat Moss versus Happy Corbin. Mm. I mean it, it was cool for what it was. It was that, you know, that semi-main filler match. Which, in my opinion, probably shouldn't have even been semi-main, in my opinion. Um, at all. At all. Yeah. Because um, they should have put Cody, honestly, I think they put Cody and them at the top because they knew that would be a banger. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, look, see, this is how the show will go. And right. we got yeah. nothing but disappointment afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, you have the bloodline versus uh, Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. Now, I thought this was really interesting because, you know, the way they built this over the last few weeks, well, since Mania, really, was that this would be a tag team unification match. Um, that part. 
Yeah, and then we get to the SmackDown before Backlash. They bring out Roman, uh, and then they introduce Drew McIntyre. Roman tears up that uh, contract that the tag teams were supposed to sign for that unification. It's like, no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Um, so now we have the six-man tag. Um, this is one of those ones that was cool for what it was as well. However, I think still the tag teams were the focus and Roman and Drew were kind of like the compliments in my opinion, but definitely the Usos and RK bro, in my opinion, were the highlight. And to be even more honest, I think they did away with that tag team, tag team title unification because I don't think it went over well. With the fans, the, their plan to unify these tag team titles, it's like okay, y'all are o, y'all are ODing now. Like y'all have already uh, unified the um, WWE and the uh, SmackDown titles, so we don't need any more title unifications from y'all. We we don't need that. So I think that's why at they all that. they have enough people. Why I I yeah. still don't understand what was the point in unifying titles. You have more than enough people mm-hmm. to fully invest all of that into. Why do you need to unify titles? What's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, and I think that also kind of ties into our um, who's next segment, but we can definitely get more into that later. Um, but yeah, my overall rating for Backlash, I'd probably have to give it, I, I'd probably give it a three out of 10. Like I said, the fact that I only enjoyed one out of the what? six matches on this card that that's not a good look so i gotta give it a three absolutely not a good look but since we're gonna talk about pay-per-views and and we did just finish talking about backlash i can't go and i believe it or not shocked me can't go without mentioning impact and their Mm -hmm. pay-per-view that they just had under siege that honestly was way way better way like Mm -hmm. A million percent better than Backlash, in my opinion. Um, I I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't feel like bored, and I didn't feel rushed or anything of the sort when I was watching it. So Mm -hmm. we had to talk about it. So at Impact, yeah, I'm just going to read off all the results because it was a long pay per view. It had a lot Mm -hmm. of matches, but for as many matches as it had, I don't think it was as long as Backlash, which. It's kind of surprising mm. to me, but, um, you know, it's also Impact. Impact has been surprising me a lot lately, so. Yeah. They, they I really guess have. we'll yeah. we'll see. So let me just read off the results and we can just kind of go from there. So for Impact's Under Siege, we had Heath and Rhino who defeated Raj Singh and Shira. I hope I'm saying everyone's name correctly. Please don't murder me. Rich Swan defeats Laredo Kid and Mike Bailey. Giselle Shaw defeats Madison Rain. Chris Sabin defeats Steve Macklin. Taya Valkyrie defeats Tian De- oh, Tiana. Tiana Perrazzo to retain the AAA Reina de Arenas Championship. Ace Austin defeats Trey Miguel to retain the Impact X Division Championship. Honor No More's Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Vincent, and Kenny King. Defeat mm. Bullet Clubs, Jay White, Doc Gallows, Carl Emerson, Chris Bay, and El really? Cosmo. That one shocked me when I saw it. Honestly, I did not wow. think they were going to let that rock, but they did. Wow. Then Tasha Steeles defeats Havoc 
to retain the Impact Knockouts World Championship. Mm-hmm. The Briscoes, Jay and Mark Briscoe, defeat Violent by Designs, Eric Young and Diener to win the Impact World Tag Team Championships. And last wow. but not least, Josh Alexander defeats Tomohiro Ishii to retain the Impact World Championship. Uh, if you wanted a pay-per-view to watch this one. weekend... Oh, it was it was really, really good. If you truly, truly want something to watch, I would highly recommend that. Highly, highly, yeah, highly recommend yeah. it. It was really, really good. Um, I like the Chris Saban versus Steve Macklin match. That was actually really good. Cyan mm-hmm. Diana always put on bangers. I expected nothing yeah. less from them. Um, and like I said, that Honor No More versus Bullet Club match shocked me i did not think wow. that they were gonna let bullet club lose with all right. the momentum that they had mm-hmm. but they did and um yeah it happened so i'm just like oh okay cool well that gets us what we're doing now so mm-hmm. and i definitely josh alexander and tomohiro ishii again another banger that was so good hard-hitting i don't think anyone would have thought that that was going to happen the way that it did so Wow. Yeah. I definitely, definitely suggest checking out Impact's Wrestling Under Siege. And I will say, because almost forgot, we did have the return of Mia Yim after that Deanna Perrazzo versus yes. Valkyrie match. And shout out to Mia Yim. She is awesome. Also, because that hair, she looks so good. So good. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. whoa, the color. Her intro, everything, everything, top to bottom, looked really, really good. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with her because clearly she wants to face Deanna. She was in Deanna's face. So maybe mm-hmm. we might have a little bit of a match there. I am excited yeah. to see what we get with these two because I know it's going to be hard hitting and I know it's going to be a damn, damn good match. So shout out to Impact for bringing the heat when WWE does yeah. it. But, you know, WWE... I don't know what they've been doing lately, but wrestling. But yeah, Impact. Yeah, Impact puts on really good shows, and like you said, yeah, I've been really impressed with them. You know, so yeah, everybody check out Impact. Definitely. Yeah, big big shout outs to them. Big 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 shout outs to them. So yeah, so we can't talk Impact, and we can't talk wrestling. We have to get down to nitty gritty. The title of our pod this week, which is. Mm-hmm. who's next because that's a yes. great question who is next there are so many people that could potentially be next but i really mm-hmm. want to know who do you feel should be next who is yeah. on cashley's who's next list okay so when thinking about um the show title earlier I kind of went down through the promotions I watched the most. So, you know, the WWEs, and that includes NXT. I included them as well. Um, AEW, uh, Impact, and, of course, New Japan. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm laughing because when I went to WWE, I drew, like, the biggest blank. Like, <laughs> like I really couldn't tell you who I thought was next in WWE. Um but then I had to sit and think a little deeper. So on the women's side, say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I think definitely Rhea Ripley. Um, I think her joining Judgment with Edge and uh, uh, my mind is joining the blank again as far as the, the other guy's name. Um, that's old age for you. But anyway, Damian I think Priest. Rhea Ripley joined. Yeah, Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. <laughs> um, Rhea Ripley joining the Judgment, I think it's really, really going to help her character develop if they do it right. Okay, I think what they had tried to have her do in the past, picking her with um, Nikki A.S.H. and then Liv Morgan. I mean, it was cool, but it didn't get what it was supposed to get for Rhea, right? It just felt like they were trying to put all of that she was into a tag team and kind of stifle her a bit. Um, Even though she had held the tag team titles, I think it was better for her to kind of stand on her own. And yet with Edge, She's going to get that experience, you know, being around him. So I think this is going to really work out well for her. Um, I definitely want her back into the title picture. Um, so I, I think this, I think she's going to be up next. Um, now back to the men. Uh, I had to think even harder on the men's side. Right. And then I thought, well, maybe it's Cody. Maybe they could bring Seth's back into the main event picture or perhaps the Miz. I think the Miz as over he as he's been for the last I would say 10 years, I think nobody would be mad if the Miz had uh, a title. I had the top title in WWE. But like I said, outside of that, I really couldn't sit and tell you who was next in WWE because you you're only pushing one person and that's Roman Reigns and um, and if the rumblings are about him or true, kind of reducing his schedule, I mean, you know, what are they, what are they going to do? How are they going to fill that void? You know, so like I said, th- those are my choices for who's next with WWE. And that was really hard to, to think about. Now, moving on to NXT, NXT was a little easier for me. Um, and I kind of broke that down by the title. So for the North American title, I definitely think Solo Sokoa is next in line. You better rethink now, that. Who? Now, 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 wait a minute. Let me finish this though. I, I, I know, Who? I know what you're doing. I, I know, I know what it is though. Just, just let me finish. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you though. So, yeah, I think he would be up next for the North American title. Now, for the NXT championship, I do have Melo and Escobar fighting for that NXT championship. So I definitely see either one of them holding that title um, and carrying NXT further. Like I said, I got you. See, I got Melo, you know, going for the top titles. You know what I'm saying? See, so I got got you. I know what time it is. Um, okay okay yeah, yeah you was about I to get cussed clean I know, I know. out 
I know. That's we don't play. The, yeah, I, you know, I, I got you though. <laughs> okay, because this, this yeah. is a mellow household. Okay, this yeah. this is a mellow show. At the end of the day, in mellow we trust because <laughs> when he shoot, he don't miss. And baby, when mm-hmm. I say it, I mean it. And if you don't believe it, go ahead and watch NXT. Watch how mellow and trick is getting it done. I'm just saying. Yes. I'm I'm just saying they they're clearly holding it together. When mellow was the reason mm-hmm. why they even unified that trashy cruiserweight championship. And a North American championship. And he did that. Who did that? Mello did that. Why? <laughs> because when he shoot, just like Jordan, he don't miss. He don't miss. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. It, it, it's just the facts speak for themselves. The man literally yeah. just look at him. You can just look at him and know <laughs> when he shoot, he don't miss. Not at he all. Miss. <laughs> He's not missing. But yeah, that's why I knew it was like, okay. I, and, and, you know, and it just kind of came naturally. Those are the two names that I really wanted to see uh, for the NXT title. Um, nothing against Braun Breaker, right? Um, but like I said, no, I, I'm just tired of his storyline right now. Speaking of this storyline, I saw the last NXT episode um, where he was kind of being carried out on this barbed wire cross kind of thing. And I'm like, what does this remind me of? You remember that storyline Undertaker did years ago with Stephanie McMahon? I was about to say, which one? That There's a lot of them. Um, uh, dang, when he had Stephanie McMahon pinned to uh, that cross thing, remember that? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay I, I'm not understanding it. Yeah. I just, I don't, uh, they got the dad's retirement ring and it's right. a lot going on. It's just so much mm-hmm. going on and I'm not following it because at first Joe Gacy was more like, a millennial, but anti-millennial, but then he had right. the other guy with him, and now it's... I'm so confused. Right. I'm confused right now. hmm Yeah. Um, I think the only storyline I'm kind of enjoying right now in uh, NXT is the one with uh, Tony D'Angelo and Legato. Um, they yes! Kind of the, uh, mafia thing yes. going. That's the only one I'm enjoying. Um, it, it has a it has a degree of realism to it. It's not cheesy like a lot of other NXT backstage segments be like. Yes, yes, yeah. It, it's giving me what I need. So yeah, I, I'm enjoying that storyline. Um, but yeah, as far as NXT, that's those are the folks that I really see up next there. Um, AEW, I kind of drew a blank with them too on the men's side, to be honest. Jade Cargill, I really want to see her with the women's title. Uh, that bitch. very soon. Uh, like man, her look is undeniable. Um, I know she's training with some of the best. I believe she's still training with Dan- uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. So I think with with time, I really want to see her with the title. And man, she's gonna be all kinds of money with that title. So. And then I was watching um, AEW Dark and Sunny Kiss had a match. 
and I want more Sonny Kiss. Yes. And it kind of bothered me that I have not seen him on main AEW TV in quite a while. Um, especially after, uh, yeah, especially I think it's also after because the, he had that weird thing with Janela. And I think now that yeah. Joey's gone, um, now they're just trying to figure out what to do with him. I think he renewed his contract. Right. So, cause he also is one of the people that was there from day one. So with him renewing his contract, maybe we get to see more. Maybe he asks for more of a push. I would actually like to see him part of the baddies, to be honest with you. With yes, Jade. Yes. I think that mm-hmm. would be a great fit for him. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, Jade is the main woman. I think if they give Jade the right push, her as the mm-hmm. actual AEW Women's Champion, I'm here yes. for it. I think they gave her mm-hmm. the TBS Championship because right now she's elevating it. They want to see how she can react yes. with it. Um, yes. And clearly, that's the only reason I watched, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I love Thunder Rosa, but I don't want to see her versus Serena Deeb. Um, uh, Serena right. Deeb does, right. never did it for me. Her and Sheeta was o- completely over that. You can go back a few episodes, completely over them. They didn't do right. it for me neither. So I'm mm-hmm. not that excited about the women's title as much as I am about Jade holding the TBS championship. Right. Like she said, it's yeah. the that bitch show and she ain't lie mm-hmm. yet not a lie told so with them adding red velvet and with them adding kira hogan i'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they do with her and how this stable is gonna work are they gonna get rid of the mouthpiece i don't think that they should get rid of him maybe they should right. add somebody different somebody with a little mm-hmm. bit more pizzazz i guess mm-hmm. to kind of work yeah. well with her um right but yeah, I'm excited, like, just for Jade, honestly. AEW, for me, honestly, since Kenny is gone, it's been hard for me to kind of watch and keep up. And also because there's no true, true right. storylines. Like, the true storyline right, right now is Hook and Dan Housen. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear yeah. like, no other real storyline going on. I mean, MJF and Wardlow, but that yeah. kind of getting played out already. Uh, I guess right. Jericho and Eddie Kingston, another one, been there, done that, thought y'all were done with that already. Like, I want to see more. I want them to truly build on storylines by actually, mm-hmm. like, doing little skits and backstage stuff, you know, things like that. Even crazy enough, I'll even include NXT. I'm not going to lie. As much as I can't stand up, uh, what is it? I don't like him that much. I can't remember his name. Grayson Waller. Yeah. I can't stand him. But what he got going on with the girl that looks just like Hulk Hogan's daughter. Um, yeah. <laughs> what they got going on. That is actually that's entertaining. I, I, yeah. I don't mind. I can't stand him. But it makes sense for his character. Little mm-hmm. vignettes like that is what makes sense. Or little skits and stuff. AEW doesn't deliver that. Most of their skits, it's like, oh, it's backstage. We fought. Oh, I can't wait to see you next. And it, no, like, give us true, true, like, background on it. Not everyone wants to go on YouTube to get background on a wrestler. Right. And I feel like that is mm-hmm. going to be their downfall. And I said it before last time when we had Gary on the show. I really feel like that's going to be AEW's downfall is that they don't give people any background on. Mm-hmm. their characters i mean i get it you have two hours to do a show but you have more than two hours when you also include friday so make part of your two-hour show 
make part of that telling part of the character story. It doesn't have to be long. You know, the way that you have right. commercial breaks out the wazoo just to basically get your money back. You can also tell a story, but not everyone wants to watch dark. Not everyone wants to watch the right. Not everyone wants to do their own research. Like you, if you're trying mm-hmm. to build in new fans, the best way to do that is to tell a story. And Dirty has that down pat. Even Impact, during Under Siege, when they were showing Deanna versus Taya, Deanna's package was really good. I'm not a Deanna fan like that. I think she's a great wrestler. It's just She just never did it for yeah. me. I don't know what it is. Um, but she, I will never deny her talent. She can wrestle her ass mm-hmm. off. I won't yeah. say that Impact is not doing their thing, showing off what her skills are and her accolades. Like they did a great job at that. AEW needs to really take advantage of that and like, hey, what did y'all do? How can we like something? But that is gonna truly, honestly, for me, be AEW's downfall is that they don't tell others in regards to who this wrestler is or what they known for or what they do like it's like if you're not a wrestling fan then eh, you're just sol and that that's not a good way to run a business in my opinion right yeah and uh, another thing with aew is like i know when i'm watching their weekly shows i um i'm, I'm not sure who i'm sp- exactly supposed to be focused on because i feel like they're throwing so many so many talent at me and like you said, no real storyline. So it's like, who can I focus on? And when we're talking about who's next here on, you know, on the men's side, especially, I really couldn't tell you who was next. I mean, even when I didn't think, I really couldn't tell you who was next. So that's definitely not a good thing. Um, but moving on to impact, um, Definitely, you know, ladies like um, Diana Perrazzo and Taya, um, they're they're definitely good on on the ladies side. But on the fellas, I really like um, Josh Alexander. Um, the storyline he had with Moose was kind of cringy, but you know, it, it they ended it right, and you know, he picked up the title, so that was good. But also Morrissey. Um, he came back a few weeks ago and he's looking good. He's clean, you know, back in shape. So I really think if he stays on this path, he's definitely going to be the next champion. So um, he's one to look out for. Um, and then I mentioned the uh, Briscoe brothers as well. Um, I think having them on impact with the tag title, it's, it's going to be a good look for impact. And it's a good look for them too, because they're, one of the best tag teams probably in the business. So um, that was, that's really good. And who's next for impact um, in new Japan. Um, when I was thinking about who was next, I kind of zoomed in on the junior um, heavyweight side. And we mentioned it briefly during the uh, uh, best of super junior uh, part of the show. Um, I, I really thought of Francisco Akita. Um, just the kind of the way they introduced him and they really wanted um, you to know he was coming. He got Will Ospreay co-signing him. So I think he's next up in in uh, the Super Junior side. And then, of course, you know, you have Ishimori, who's current champion and um, who could still carry the uh, Super Juniors as well. But definitely Akita is next um, on that end. Um, now on the heavyweight side, um, I think it, it's 
it's a little interesting on on the men's heavyweight side uh, because of course you have the reemergence of Jay White back into Japan. And, um, I definitely see, I definitely see them working him into a title picture um, relatively very soon. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and like I said, I'll get to my predictions later on in the show. But yeah, I think I think if New Japan is smart, they'll ride this Blue Club wave because it's 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 definitely a wave. So um, if they're smart, they'll definitely ride on that. But uh, outside of that, I didn't really see much on their end as far as who was next on the heavyweight side either. Um, we still have Okada as a champion, um, but as far as who they plan to pass it to, uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that end. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much who I listed as who's next. Um, what about you, Pam? Uh, what are your thoughts on Impact and New Japan or who's next? Uh, that is a great question because I actually do not know. I've been actually focusing and while you were talking, looking to see, hey, I forgot some of the people that are on AEW's roster as far as to say who's mm-hmm. next. Uh, I started scrolling. I'm yeah. like, wait, they're still here. This one's still here. Wow, I haven't seen this one. So I am going to say, even though I know these are long shots, for the men in AEW, who's next for me? Miro. We want Miro. Miro. Why is he not wrestling? Mm-hmm. Bring him back. Yeah, it's been over a year. Like he's he's been doing great. And if not Miro, give me my man Malachi Black. You know, I'm never gonna say no to Mm -hmm. having Malachi win the title, but let's let's do that because Right, yeah. I'm down with that. Um, as far as the women, there isn't a lot of women on the AW's roster, which also kind of shocked me, but again now makes Mm -hmm. sense um so as far as the champion i think we need to put jade as the AEW world women's world champion of course and for tbs champion someone who i think it would make sense on and someone who i think could actually elevate it uh she hasn't really spoke much but i actually want to see tony storm with it see what she yeah what she can do with it i forgot she Um, was there yeah, so she just had a match, believe it or not, on last week's, uh, was it Dynamite or was it uh, Rampage? Oh, right. One right. or two. It was Tony and there. Ruby. Yeah, but it was Tony and Ruby versus, um, oh, what is her name? Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And they put mm-hmm. on a banger. It was a great, actually, it was match of the mm-hmm. night. They put on a really, really good match. Um, but I feel like I want to see more of them. And then, you know, since Ring of Honor is a part of it, I feel like mm-hmm. take the belt for Mercedes. Well, actually, no, no. We'll keep Mercedes with the belt. I think that that works best with her. Um, I right. like having Wheeler as the ROH Pure Champion. I think that's that's a great fit. Mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky is TNT Champion. Eh, I feel like in that aspect, Let's see what Sunny Kiss could do with it. 
Give it to Sunny. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going on with that. Let's see how how that works. Uh, for a tag, I feel like give take the belt off the Jurassic Express. Let's give it to the Hardys. Mm-hmm. One last go around. Right. Why not? Give it mm-hmm. to the Hardys. Yeah. What belt haven't they captured? And I think that's the only one. So let's give right. it to them. Let's let's see what they have to do in in regards to that. Um, to WWE really quickly. Who's next? Ronda Rousey doesn't have great chemistry with anybody. So that is going to be a mm-hmm. very hard thing. Um, Carmella is now on Raw. So I was going to say give it to Mella. Uh, but if we're going to go smack, it's hard because like, oh Lord, it's like Smackdown. Ugh. Yeah. There's so many, ugh. There's, there's so many different people. Uh, Bliss is back, but she's on Raw as well. So now I got to look up yeah. who's on the SmackDown women's roster. Um, yeah, and Austin's back on Raw too. Yeah, it's like, uh, so who yeah, is totally on yeah. SmackDown? Uh, let's see. So SmackDown's roster right now. That's, I think it's that's Natty. I think Natty's on SmackDown. Yeah, but Natty is now tagging with Shayna Baszler. So I mm-hmm. think yeah. who's next? Raquel Raquel Rodriguez, aka Raquel Gonzalez. I think they're going to put her mm-hmm. next. Um, yeah. So I think she'll be next as far as for SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, for the men on SmackDown, uh, there's no one right now looking at this list that I think could even touch Roman. So I'm not even going to go into that. But for the Raw Women's Championship, of course, I'm I'm saying keep it with Bianca. Keep uh, yeah. I will forever say keep it with Bianca. Um, for the men on Raw, though, I think that's where we get a little like, ooh, yeah. I can see Champa trying to do something. I can see it. I don't know if he's going to go over well with the crowd, but I feel like Cody mm-hmm. right now is the best person yeah. with the storyline going. I think Cody would be best in that aspect. I'm tired of Seth. You know, Finn just, for me, his reigns weren't that good. So I'm going to go with Cody. As far as tag, uh, tag team champions right now, I think Naomi and Sasha is great. And right now, I think the Usos is, um, is great. But for Raw, I really feel like Maybe we're going to have to give the belt back to the Street Profits, especially with the Viking Raiders being back on NXT. Right. You know, that just that that makes sense. Um, and speaking of NXT, so for, of course, the NXT main champion gives the belt to Carmelo Hayes. You know, go ahead and pass the ball over to the eight champ. You know, let him take out Braun Breaker real quick. Mm-hmm. And show that he's a real <laughs> champ. I can see that. Uh, and then Solo Sokoa for the NXT um, North American Championship. I can see that. If not, I feel like you should give it back to um, to uh, Santos Escobar. He did really good as well. So I'm I'm here for that. For on the women's side, um, something in me says they're gonna try. At some point, to give Nikita Lyons, ugh, to give her, oh. <laughs> I can I can hear Greg coming. I hear his little feet pitter patting into here. 
But I feel like at some point they're going to try to give it to her. Oh, I yeah. feel like give it to Electra Lopez. Give it to her. She's definitely proven her worth. So I can definitely see her right. with the belt. And for a women's tag, mm, again, don't really see a lot of actual standing ground women's tag right. in NXT for that. And for the men's tag titles, I'm kind of, I'm not going to lie. I like Pretty Deadly. I, I kind of like them. A lot of people don't understand them if you don't watch NXT UK. But I like Pretty Deadly. So I think that in that aspect, it works. Um, and that's that's my thoughts on those main two. I will say I do have to yeah. do a little bit more research as far as their Japan and Impact. I will say, though, give me a in the belt for women in Impact. I, mm-hmm. I can see Mia as a knockout champion. I can definitely see that. And I don't think the Briscoes yeah. should be the tag champions for Impact, personally. Um, just because it's like Impact is just doing Ring of Honor all over again. And I'm, I'm kind of over it. Mm-hmm. Give us some new people. So that's my thoughts as far as for Impact is concerned. And I won't lie to you guys and try to just push people out there. I haven't watched New Japan in a while. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Don't, don't. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm matricing all the bullets. But I will watch. And you then I can give it. You got some homework now. Uh, listen, I have too much homework already <laughs> in personal life to also do wrestling homework. But I will, I will be watching this weekend to give you guys something to talk about and to have a good discussion on what exactly we should do. Now, that yeah. leads us into the perfect segue for you to start this week to say, what is your hot take, Miss Cashley? Do you even have one this week? I don't know if I have a hot take, more so a prediction. Um, and it's on the New Japan side. Um, so with the resurgence, and I say resurgence because if you look at how Bullet Club looked before Jay White came back to Japan and the Good Brothers came back, um, they didn't have as much heat as they do now with all the original members back. Um, I really do think that Jay White will be the one to dethrone Okada. And I think it will happen at Dominion. That is my big prediction. Dominion now, or? Yes. Well, at Dominion. Now, Dominion is like one of their biggest um, shows. Now, normally at Dominion, titles normally change hands there, especially the heavyweight titles. So I definitely see it happening there. Just my big, bold prediction. Um, and like I said, if New Japan's smart, they'll ride, they'll ride that wave. I know it's the 50th anniversary and they wanted Okada to be the face of it, but I mean, hey, strike while the iron's hot now, you know, um, especially since they're doing more U.S. tours and they're trying to get more Japanese fans back um, and kind of recover from the pandemic because it really hit them hard. And I think this will be a good way for them to do that. So bold prediction, Jay White, new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Mid Do you think it's payback for when Jay White lost at MSG a couple years back mm-hmm. during Mania Week? Definitely. They could definitely spin it like that. Definitely. 
Mm. I was just looking over from Bullet Club Day when there was a Bullet Club block party, and I will be posting mm. the footage of me meeting Jay White and how that went on all of our socials. Uh, but yeah, it was me making fun of him, telling him you had one job and you <laughs> lost and everybody else won. And he was so upset, of course, because it's the truth. He had one job and he lost. And now you want to show up to Bullet Club Day all happy? You should be depressed right now. How dare you? You're the leader. <laughs> this Kenny Omega would yeah. never, would never. But you know, again, that's why Kenny Omega is the best and Jay White is... Is is Jay White? So yeah, shout out to Kenny Omega for resisting the IWCers um, bait, trying to pit him against Roman Reigns. You know, so shout out to for seeing that what it was, and you know, just kind of resisting the negativity. You know, just respond with positivity because. And I think that was one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about, but we can talk about it next show. The IWCers. The international wrestling community. Um, <laughs> or the internet wrestling community. Yeah, yeah, the internet wrestling community. I, I just don't know about them sometimes. I mean, kind of getting back to it once you invited me to the podcast. It was like, oh, okay. Um, it's some cool folks, but then it, it's always those ones, right? You have the, the diehard WWE years, and then you have the diehard AEWs who will swear they never watch WWE and vice versa, but yet they know what each other's doing like all the time and have to comment all the time. <laughs> yes. It's like, if you don't like them, why are you watching it? Why are you commenting? You know? Yeah. I mean, you giving them money for someone that doesn't like yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. The math doesn't matter. Yeah. But we can definitely get into that on next week's episode because... I definitely have a lot to say about the IWC community. And I will also give you guys a little story time when it came to uh, Mm. some Kenny Omega stands. It'll definitely be um, a roller coaster (laughs) of a story time. I will, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that it involves literally stalking the man for a year straight. um, Mm. Some hatred and a baby. So, yeah, it, mm, yeah. <laughs> it is a very interesting wow. story that you guys will definitely have to tune in next week to listen to. Um, my hot take, my big, big, big hot take is, and I don't think it's it's that big, honestly, but I think it's going to be big. My big hot take is that by the end of this year, AEW is going to be on a decline if if they don't get their stuff together. And in about three years, we may not get an AEW anymore if they don't pick up their slack. I think AEW is on a decline, and I think that's part of the reason why Cody Rhodes left is because he saw the trajectory and he saw it was not going up, it was going down. So he got out. And I think the next people to leave AEW, as far as EVPs, I think it's going to either be Kenny or the Bucks, but Mm -hmm. I'm leaning more towards Kenny and Kenny going back to Japan because as much as he dealt with all of these things, I think he wants to, of course, help the new kids out. And, you know, it's a great salary to set in the third. But I also think he truly, he's not wrestling to love anymore. And it shows in his work. So mm-hmm. that's right. my that's my big hot take since we're giving out big hot takes this week. That is definitely. And you know what? 
I and I, I gotta agree with your hot take. I really agree with your hot take. Um, like I said, if you're sitting and watching and you really don't know what storyline is which, you don't know who's, you don't really know who's who. I mean, it's like you're just having a bunch of talent thrown at you. You can only go so far with that. So, unfortunately, yeah. And of course, um, <clears throat> TK actually yeah. was on um, Swerve's podcast earlier, and um, mm-hmm. and of course, you know they didn't really go deep, deep dive or anything like that because I mean he's talking to his boss, so you know you got to be careful what you ask your boss. <laughs> you know that's one of the yeah. check. So, um, yeah. I mean, you, you can kind of tell talking to him. He he's a wrestling guy who runs. He's not a wrestling guy who runs a wrestling company. He's a wrestling fan who runs a wrestling company, and we've seen that before. And and I'll say it time and time again. This is WCW all over again. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. You know what I'm saying? You had Ted Turner, who was that big wrestling fan who wanted to run a wrestling company. But ultimately, he didn't know what he was doing. And it shows. Right? So we're, see- we're seeing it all over again. And as much as it would really be bad for the talent, at the end of the day, you got to look at how the company was run. So I got to agree with your hot take. Yeah. Listen. I'm just saying, I hope that they do well. I would never yeah. wish the downfall of a company, but they have to get it together and they got to get it together mm-hmm. soon because they're v- losing a lot of people who used to be real avid fans that right. aren't as much anymore. And I can definitely speak for myself. I am one of them. I'm watching back. I just can't get into it. So mm-hmm. come on, TK, come on the show and we will ask the hard hitting questions and, and help you help you get those viewers back because you right. need, you don't need yes men around you. You need people to be honest with you about what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah. So that includes, I think that that's all that we have for this week. Yeah. Until next week, everybody, Miss Cashley, is there anything that you would like to say before we go? No. Um, just kind of stay tuned for my footage from Capital Collision. You know, I'll have lots of cute pictures from the show. I don't know about video because, you know, New Japan is very, very real funny about footage being out there. So, um, but I'll take what I have and it'll be on the Instagram. So look forward to that. Yes. Yes. I am excited. Before we go again, Shout outs to Greg. We really, really, really hope that mm-hmm. you feel better soon. We love and we miss you. You are the absolute best. And I can't end a show without shouting out the champ, my champ, the A champ, Carmelo Hayes. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they say when you shoot, he don't miss. So I'm about to be a shooter and shoot. <laughs> yes, like like Jordan 23 in the new concourse. <laughs> you got to listen shooters gotta shoot baby but until next week everybody we will see you here live on stereo thursdays at 6 30 and Mm -hmm. you can find us everywhere you get your podcast by that following sunday shout out to ian the sound man he is the absolute best until Mm -hmm. next time we love you all we hope you have a great night peace y'all 
Peace, y'all. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.